Welcome to another edition of the eSpot with Camille. The eSpot is your location for the latest in entertainment, beauty, and design from the people who make it. Thanks for joining. I bet you guys didn't know I was coming today. Well, I am. I'm not 100% sure you can hear the intro music, but in case you can, um, this is all done by Breakbeats. It's independent. You can check it out on Spotify, all the things. Make sure you tune in and hang out with him as well and listen to his music. Thank you so much for being my music for the last three years. Um, and today is one of those impromptu shows where I'm super uber excited because last month I had the pleasure of speaking at North Carolina Central University, which happens to be my alma mater, Eagle Pride, and met this fantastic student named Mike D., which will be, he will be my guest today. I'm bringing him on because I feel it's so important to share the opportunities that you have, especially with people who may be interested in an industry that doesn't normally or always is as um, diversity inclusive. Wait, diversity, <laughs> equality, and inclusion. Like we're trying to do all the things. I wanted to make sure I shared the mic with someone who put the initiative of actually reaching out to me and making sure that he didn't let his opportunity go past him. So for that, I had to bring him in. So introduce yourself a little bit to the people, let people know what you're majoring, what your goals are, because you never know who's watching who might be able to help you. Okay, well, thanks so, again. Thanks so much Camille, for having me. I really appreciate it. Of course, you know, I love fashion. Um, my name is Mike D. I'm a model. I do runway. I'm in modeling troupe. They hire a lawyer. Um, yeah, I do runway all the time. My major is PR. Uh, yeah. Fantastic. So what got you started or even interested in the fashion world? Well, honestly, I've always been in fashion. It's just I had a lot of like a lot of different fashion influences, you know, growing up because I'm from Eastern North Carolina. So it's not really a huge, like a super big fashion scene. You know, it's more of a city thing, you know, but my father actually from Washington, D.C. So it was like I had fashion down here, fashion up there. And my grandfather from Florida. So it's like I had all these different kinds of fashion around me all the time. Cause really growing up, like at first, not the whole time, but at first, I really couldn't dress like that. Honestly, I really didn't think I could. So yeah, but I, mean, I had so many encounters with all those different kinds of fashion, and yeah. I started doing brand ambassadorships. I started working for Brooklyn Cloth. I started working out for this store out in Tokyo, and I got to college. And my friend just asked me, he's like, you know, trial for our modeling troop. Cause we have three on campus, but I'm part of the High Lord Fashion Walk Street established in 2012. But yeah, he was just like trial one day. I was like, okay, fine. But I had never done runway runway prior. Like I had been in fashion, but it wasn't really my thing for real. And I just walked one time and yeah, now I'm walking. And the rest is history. Yeah, like, now <laughs> I'm just getting started. We are just getting started. So you started off, you had your family influences. You were luckily exposed to big city fashion styles. But I think a lot of times with fashion, it repeats itself a lot. Cause right now I'm seeing a lot of things from the nineties, the eighties, the seventies, on so on, on so. So it, you never know where people get their influences from. So that's why I was asking. And you stuck out to me because you, first of all, wherever you go, I'm sure you stick out cause your street fashion and chef's kiss amazing. Um, especially the pink glasses. Cause oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I had to take mine off because I just happened to notice that you were wearing yours and put mine on as well, but mine are dirty. So, um, I can't really see that well. And <laughs> full disclosure. So, but next time I'll be more prepared. Um, so I'm curious for you, how did that New York fashion week 
um, opportunity come about? Because that's where we connected at the end of our talk. You told me more about that, the fact that you were able to work at New York Fashion Week. Sure. And that's not an opportunity that a lot of people get, especially still in college. So share a little bit about that. Well, honestly, it was really wholeheartedly amazing. I want to shout out to everybody that like allowed me to be a part of that. I actually did the first five walks for the shows, and I was at the Brown Sugar Fashion Gallery. And yeah, it was really amazing. Uh, it came about, it was a designer I normally walk for. I did a show called the Code Red Event. I did the Hidden Event recently. And yeah, I worked for those and one of the designers I normally work with. He met this, she met this creator. I don't know, I don't even know how they met. But she said she needs some people for a show out during Fashion Week. And I said, I'm willing to travel. Once I said yeah. that, I was, on, I was on my way. So I got to New York and everything was great. So since you're behind uh, right now, you're in the dressing room. You're backstage oh, right yeah. now. You yeah. some backstage, the behind the scenes. Yeah. Stuff you know about New York Fashion Absolutely. Week. What were some of the things that kind of stuck out to you? What were some of the perks? Like, share, share, share. This is your time to shine. Well, the biggest thing for me was when I got there, like, the environment is really cool. Because most of the, the shows I've done with this specific designer, we've done it, like, in like really different spaces i feel like like mm -hmm. the hidden event was inside of a museum oh no that was co-red event the co-red event was inside this museum in greensboro called elsewhere and it's this art museum where they had like it was this lady she had kids and everything eventually passed away and her kids took her belongings and things of that mm -hmm. sort and just pieces she had and turned to the entire art museum so mm -hmm. now that students there like it's, it's really beautiful it's one of my favorite places in the world so yeah, we went there, and that's how that really started, honestly. Well, now, are you signed anywhere here locally in North Carolina, or are you yeah. still kind of freelancing? Well, I'm freelancing. I work with John. I work with um, my agent a lot, you know, and I'm signed to MTM, so I work with my agent a decent amount. But a lot of the work I do do, like, I just see castings, like, all the time. Like, I really go out there and search. For any models that's watching, like, you really just have to go look. You just have to look, you have to really put yourself out there and take that initiative because you know yeah. you're not going to be casted you have to really you have to practice and you have to really be looking for that kind of those kinds of opportunities you know now a lot of times people are always like how do i make it in my own when i'm in a small market i live somewhere that's not near new york la milan <laughs> paris and so so you're mentioning that there's a lot of opportunities here how do you go about finding your opportunities then Oh, I can't tell you how I found all my opportunities, but really, Just a it's little bit. Yeah. It's based on networking, honestly. Uh, mm. uh, one thing my favorite teacher always says is your network is your network. You know, if you don't know anybody, then how are you going to get casted? You have to meet these people. You have to go to these events. Even if you're not walking, it's still good to be in the spaces you want to be in. You know what I'm saying? Or like you expect yourself to be in in the future. You know, like if you want to be a model, if you want to be an artist, if you want to be a contractor, you should be places where contractors are. You know. It's just you got Absolutely. to stuff out there. You really have to network. Like even with me and you, like it's just you really have to. If you want to, you will. That's my biggest philosophy about a lot of stuff. Like if you're truly dedicated, then it will happen. If not, then it won't. You know. Facts, because that's what I mean. That's why you stuck out. And even with past opportunities that I've had, I've always reached out to people who took the initiative because. I'm all, I mean, you saw at school, I was like, yeah, reach out to me, call me, I'm here for your help, you know, and so on. And so when people actually do, I try to follow up on that. And I think it's important for people to realize people want to help. They want to assist you. They want to find the next greatest thing. They want to make money off of you. Right, <laughs> you right, right, yeah. So you're helping fulfill a gap in the industry. And a lot of times people are, they, 
they don't feel adequate enough or they don't think they can because they're this height, this weight, this whatever. And you were just mentioning even off air how more inclusive um, the fashion world is. So what were some of the things that stuck out to you as far as the difference between maybe working here and working in big markets? Is it really as diverse as people are saying? Did you really feel that they had even like behind the scenes, the hair, the styling, was there people there that represented the entire world, not just a select few? Yeah, I mean, I feel like it really was pretty good. I mean, I feel like I'm pretty different, like me, myself, you know? So there's that, and it was just like plenty of people that I, I never normally would come across with, you know? Like mm. for example, I know a model from the Bahamas, <laughs> you know? Like it's just, it'd be so many different faces from so many different cultures things. So like, it's really a beautiful thing to see, you know? Yeah, I feel like it's good for fashion because I feel like fashion is an art form, you know, it's really an extension of yourself, like your clothes. That's how you feel. That's who you are. So that's what you wear, you know, so to see all these different people and everything like it really is like the dance shit fashion. Yes, it really is diverse. And it's something I love to see, you know, it's just, no, I love it. I love it because I've been in the industry for a very long time. I won't. Well, I might as well. I've been in it since I was 15 and I'm 47 now. Yeah. Uh, I worked in fashion as well as in entertainment and one of the things that I loved about fashion or just working as a model in general, there's so many different facets of it because I mainly do commercial. I don't do a lot of runway, especially at my age. <laughs> but uh, I used to do like hair fashion and would do hair modeling in the different books when they used to have books. Now everybody's on Instagram. But um, <laughs> there was all these different and which I'm happy about because that's opening up more doors and opportunities because everybody has a phone and can make their own content and get hired by different companies all over the place. It works. Keep tagging them. Uh, and I think because there's so much more places you can work and so many different ways you can work. And that's one thing I want to make sure people realize that for me, like furniture was a big area I could work in because I wasn't tall, I wasn't super tall and they want the furniture to look more like bigger and lush and more comfortable. So they don't want the tall Amazons that are normally on runway and so on. And um, there's different industries that can fit you. And even just now with, even with commercial modeling and commercial work, they want people that look like the average woman and she's now size 12, 14, something like that. And yeah. one thing recently that was big in the news was of course, um, La Roach recently mentioning that he was retiring. It was a huge thing. He wrote this, kind of dramatic post where he was like, I'm sick of the industry, the people, if it was just about clothes, I would still stay in it. And he said it wasn't a PR stunt. He was just in the car because I read the Vogue article about it. But what were your thoughts when you first saw that post as opposed to finding out what was the real reason behind it? Well, when I honestly saw the post, it honestly made me pretty upset, to be honest, because mm -hmm. I really do like some designs or some of his styles that he's done, you know, for big people. It really, it's it's really good to see. You know, it makes me happy. Like when stylists really do their thing, like in the industry, and really like create masterpieces. It's really like it feels good to my spirit. You know, so it really did hurt me when he decided to quit, or say he was quitting and everything. But it's just like I understand. You know, of course, it's fashion. There's gonna be models, gonna be designers, and everybody wants to feel special. That's just how people are, and it's just, of course, there's gonna be egos and egos collide. So I understand, honestly. Like really, really, I do kind of what I've experienced within the industry. And of course, this is an amazing job to have. I really love modeling, I love runway. I love everything about fashion, but it's stuff that come with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's really inevitable. So anybody that sticks with it, like I have, or like he has, or anything like that, I applaud them because it's really a crazy 
it's a crazy job to have, you know, it's a crazy environment to be in so consistently. So it made me upset, but I do apply for sticking with it though, honestly, because yeah. there, there is drama. Really, there, are. there is. Regardless of where you go or who you work with, there's going to be some type of, you know, you just got to be able to roll with the punches, I feel like. Mm -hmm. And just from being an elder, I, <laughs> I would even add to the fact that after a while, sometimes you do get burnt out on that. So you, it's important, like you mentioned that your um, favorite professor said that your network is your net worth. It's important to have that network when you are going through those moments of lows or feeling burnt out. So you can rely on them to help you or to encourage you again or to keep you motivated. Because there's times even myself where I'm like, okay, I need to take a break. Because <laughs> it, Either it'll be a break that I can take myself or it'll be forced upon me because of medical stuff because I'm stressed out too much or burning the candles at both ends all the time. So I do think as creators, because we are so, um, to quote Erica Badu, we're sensitive about our um, about our stuff so it's important I, to refill ourselves yeah, yeah it's important to have that um, group of people that circle that you can always count on to remind you of your center your north star what your goal is why you got into this industry why it's important to share your voice because i think a lot of times when you're one of the few because um, he was one of the few there he, when he first came into the industry he was talking about how hard and difficult it was to find people that would give him fashion for zendaya and now she's like an icon for fashion we all look forward to her her red carpet looks and still sad that she that wasn't was at the last met gala right so yeah. <laughs> we look forward to the styling that he does and so i do applaud the fact at the same time that at his age whatever it may be because you go on the internet it goes from everything from 30 to 50. I have no idea how old he is, but he is a host on some fashion shows as well. But he made his debut as a runway model for Boss this um, the day after the big dramatic announcement that stopped the fashion world. Yeah. And I'm glad to see it because I last week or not last week, last year for New York Fashion Week, they brought back um, Beverly Johnson. Sergio Hudson had her walk and it was a big deal because she was mainly known for print. So she didn't do a lot of runway, but to bring her back at her age, which again, I'm blanking on what that is. Uh, I love seeing that kind of diversity as well because a lot of times women or fa families in general, they get busy doing other things and have to take gaps in their career to maybe raise families or get tired of the gig industry life and want something permanent and some paychecks that are consistent or healthcare <laughs> and so on, because there's not a union for models yet <clears throat> um, <laughs> or the fashion industry. <clears throat> so we can't order, um, we can't get pensions. <clears throat> but anyway, moving on, thankfully I'm in SAG after. Um, there is a lot, I mean, there is some tools there and I seek out that you do probably have a mentor or someone that can help you navigate those waters because there will be challenges at some point and there will be times maybe that you're faced with, okay, I'm sick of this side, but let me pivot to where people want me. And that's what he did with Boss and I, I applaud that. I 100% I agree. And I feel like it's good when they bring people like that back, you know, because mm -hmm. really that's what's going to move the fashion world forward, you know? Because we're going to need new people. Everybody got to get old one day. I'm going to get old. You know, like, it's like we need new spaces, new inspirations, and things like that. Mm -hmm. Stuff like that inspire people, you know, to really do, to come out, to try to create, to try and come walk, you know. If everyone feels like they can't walk, they know it's going to walk. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Everyone's right? Granted, some of those shoes need to be less creative. <laughs> Although, <laughs> I think the rubber, those big rubber boots would be fun to walk in on the red carpet, composed to some of those, like... Oh my gosh, I just saw a concert with um, 
Kim Petra where she was wearing these shoes. I was like, there's no way I could have walked in that and sang at the same time. And so I just, yeah, I applaud all of those um, designers who do very creative artistic work, but I'm very grateful that I'm on the catalog world where I only yeah. have to walk in it long enough to get the picture and then I can take the shoes off. Right, right, right. <laughs> Some of those runways, I mean, they're circular, they're going through sand, they're going through new, like all kinds of fun things. And I love it as someone who just loves art, beauty and culture and fashion. So I'm curious for you, what is your goal? What are you hoping to accomplish with your PR degree and as well as your interest in fashion? Where are you hoping it goes? Well, of course, I want to be a, well, I'm already a model, but of course, I want to sign to a major agency one day. I want to get a private agent. Uh, eventually, I want to start my own agency. I'm actually in the works of starting my own brand. Um, I just really want to be as big as I could really possibly be, you know, and really affect as most people I can in the most positive way that I can, you know, because a lot of people get caught up in the whole like bright lights and everything about fashion, but it really is about the people, you know. Yeah, yeah. I love fashion. Like it's something I love to do, and I just want to show that we are beautiful. You know what I'm saying? We, mm-hmm. yeah, we're beautiful. We Have are. Places, you know what I'm saying? You should yeah. love us. <laughs> you know, like yeah. I feel like everybody. I mean, good. they do. They just don't always know it, right? Exactly. Yeah. We are. Oh, I don't know if you've seen yet, but the North Carolina Museum of Art is going to have Ruthie Carter exhibit here Afrofuturism and it's going to have over I think either 60 or 30 different custom designs that she has created over her like four decades career so from everything from Uh do the right thing Selma Malcolm X Wakanda Wakanda forever Black Panther then Wakanda (laughs) for a little bit of everything yes of course Uh, she's gonna have all of it there and I cannot wait like I I have been setting my alarm clocks around (laughs) like there's nothing I'm doing the day it exhibits so I can be there all day to make sure I see everything get every morsel of it and I wonder for you, um, is there anyone particular that has stuck out for you that you're just really just hoping one day to see their work or work with them? Go ahead and put it out there because you never know. Okay. Who, who, I, there's a lot of people like that, though. Um, to be honest, though, I'm really trying to meet everyone. You know, I don't like to be biased like that. Like, I really, I just want to be a part of that. I want to be a part of that world. more so Because you already. never know, even. Like, the person that you might be the most excited to meet might not be the person that you need to meet to get your career to move forward, if that makes sense. So you may not know who that person is that can move you to the next level. So I would just say that whoever can move me to the next level to get me to where I need to be and help me on my journey. That's it. So um, is there any last things that you would like to share or put out there as far as like things that you um, even like different professors that have helped you along or so on, if there's anything else you would like to share and then we'll move on from there. Okay. Well, perfect. Uh, I think, well, first of all, I want to share that I'm also doing another big show soon. Uh, mm. This weekend, I went out to the DMV and auditioned for Indie Fashion Week in April of the year. So I'll be walking again in Indie Fashion Week. So if anyone's interested, you should definitely come see me. It's going to be a lovely event. Everyone should come. And as far as mentors goes, I really appreciate everybody that's ever looked out for me, give me any kind of advice, anything of that sort, like of that nature. I really appreciate it. But really, this is about sustainability you know within oneself like you can't really be in this industry if you're not really living in your purpose you know if this is if you're not really living your purpose you can't be here you know you can't can't function in a world like this you have to really be secure within yourself you know because like like we were talking about earlier it's a lot of outside influence and things that will happen if you're not secure in your mental 
and in yourself, then you're not gonna last in this industry. You're just mm-hmm. fine, you know. Even with walking, like walking is really just believing that you are the walk. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you are this walk. You're killing. It, so, you know? what's your motivation before you walk? Do you listen to music? Do you like? Is there mantras that you say? What's your What's your beast mode, so to speak, for getting ready for a runway? Really, I just focus. I mean, yeah. When you do great things, when you live in your purpose, you do great things. You just gotta, you know, acknowledge that. You really gotta be proud of yourself. Like it's really about self love, you know, and really believing in your abilities and who you are as an individual. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people are like, oh, you gotta switch it to this character or you gotta listen to music. Like, nah, you just gotta feel like you're really doing it. Like, for all the models that do model and be nervous, like, don't be nervous. You're a model. <laughs> you know, like, oh that's my gosh. I always nervous. get nervous. I love that because it's like, um, I don't know, it's like adrenaline junkie for me, I guess, in a way where I just kind of just love the idea that I'm getting ready to. And I do the character thing too, because yeah, like, yeah, yeah. not necessarily that I'm not myself. But it's like the boldest, yeah. most fierce version of myself. Like I go into spy mode in a way where I'm like, I am an undercover spy. I'm here to show you yeah. my beautiful clothes and pretend, or whatever it may be, or if I'm a mom or whoever, because I do commercial work. So sometimes I'm playing a veterinarian, which isn't very sexy, <laughs> <or trying to>. <laughs> <laughs> especially when the hair and fur was just like flowing through the air while you're saying your lines, and you're just like, hmm, that tastes nice. like cat hair. <laughs> yeah, like, this is nice, yeah. <laughs> there's no hazard pay for that just kidding it was a lot of fun but and i love animals but uh you know so there whatever gets you there i would recommend you do that and if that's your way that you get into it hey i mean it's exciting um i always had a, a sense of like in um like i couldn't call myself a model or an actor unless i was actively being paid for that and then it got to a point where like wait, every day, every time I'm walking down an aisle, if there's no other person in the aisle, I'm practicing every, when I'm picking up products, sometimes I'm practicing, I'm thinking of, uh, and when I'm looking at pictures of myself, I'll notice my hands or different things, like things that, that I need to do differently when I'm working as opposed to like normal things. Um, when I go places, I'm checking my angles because as I get older, my face is changing and there's different things that didn't bother me when I was younger that may bother me now. And so I think there's always an opportunity to really just work on your craft that you may not always think of and use it. Like if you have any opportunity, like coming on today (laughs) and um, shout out to Dr. Chambers for letting him visit with me today. (laughs) Uh, It was funny. Um, I used to work work with Dr. Chambers. He was my, uh, when I was in college, I was part of a grant and we worked together and I didn't know until after I finished school that he wasn't my boss. Like he wasn't one of the bosses. Like, no, silly. We were all equals. I always felt like equals, but I thought because of that. So I think a lot of times, even with modeling industry, like sometimes you downplay yourself and you shouldn't because you're, you're there. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like you said, like the character thing, that's honestly what people were telling me when I first started watching that just become this character. But once you really are that character, nothing can stop you. Once that's Mm -hmm. really you, nothing Mm -hmm. can stop your way, you know, cause that's, that's who you are. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. That's, that's what I try and do. Like, I just try and be who I, I think I am. Exactly. <laughs> so, again, everyone, thank you so much for tuning into the eSpot with Camille and my guest, Mike. Wait, uh, Mike D. No, wait, Mike D. <laughs> Make sure you follow him, Mike D. At the real Mike D. Oh, wait, underscore at the real Mike D. On all the social media platforms. And uh, thanks again for joining me today. Make sure you tune in next week. 
it's going to be a surprise guest again. So just come in at 12 or watch the replay that's going to be edited later on. And uh, best of luck to you. When do you graduate? I actually graduate in spring 24. Stay tuned. I'm really excited. I'm a junior right now. Okay, fabulous. So there's still time to grab them and to be able to afford them. Hand waving. I don't know what that means, but thanks for hanging in with me today. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. Too. I was like, I don't, I was going to wave, but I didn't know. But I don't know. Um, I'm sure it maybe has something to do with um, us both wearing the pink glasses. So yes. thanks again for joining me and yes. Eagle Pride. Eagle Pride always, yeah. Always. So again, everybody out there, make sure you follow my friend, my new friend, Mike D. And of course, always follow me at The Real Camille Cower. Make sure you share this episode over and over and over again. And I want to thank again all the different companies that help support the eSpot with Camille, especially Blue Water Spa. Tonight, I'm speaking at the um, Sage Group, which is part of the Boys and Girls Club down in Southeast Raleigh. And they have graciously donated the food that the girls will be eating today. And I'll also have Miss United World, Vera Morris, joining me tonight. So I'm very excited to go speak and share some wisdom with the young girls and talk about a day of entertainment and how they can master um, interviews as well, whether it's interviewing for college, pageantry, or all the things in between. So make sure you stay tuned. I'll have post more about that probably on my social media after the fact. But thanks again, Mike D. It was such a pleasure having you. And thank you everyone out there for watching and make sure you share, stay tuned and keep supporting the eSpot with Camille. I really appreciate it. If you want to support us financially, go to my website and you can find ways to do that as well. Because um, yeah, I appreciate it. This is all... Um, all I do for fun. So again, bye everyone. Thanks again. Have a good one. Let's my music first. She had to get her mama house. Daddy be tripping. Now she be whipping. Ain't no more no granny couch. Fashion over got that air looking different. Make me want to put her all in my mentions. Feeling like she was sent from above. Got me asking the Lord for forgiveness.